Hi everyone, it's Kat here from the Business Success Society again. It's great to have you along again. I hope you're enjoying this series. Um, today I want to talk about total customer experience. That's, uh, that's quite a mouthful, but uh, it's something that I feel very passionately about, both as a, a business coach and mentor and as a customer, to be perfectly honest. In the past, I've talked about the buyer's journey. Um, I don't know whether you're familiar with that or not. It's a, it's a recurring theme for me where we're talking about the fact that buyers these days are much more savvy and educated than they've ever been before. And uh, they tend to engage with you and your company long before you know that that's happening because you're putting content out there on social media. They're consuming it. They're loving it. They're looking for more information about their particular problem. They're doing their research and uh, they find your stuff and it's interesting and they're engaged with it. And hopefully you, at some point you manage to get their email address and build a relationship with them. But that, that means that you've got to deliver a great customer experience right from the start before you even know who these people are. And we've learned that every single step along the way, you have the opportunity to either delight the prospect or otherwise. And I might even think that you guys that are listening to this now, you might become customers one day. So I need to make sure that every step of the way, you're loving everything I do and say. So we've talked about the other people in or associated with your organization who can also exert an influence. But today I want to talk about the total customer experience. And I'd been watching a television program called Remarkable Places to Eat, which a couple of weeks ago came from Edinburgh. And, you know, there's, there's awards, there's Michelin-starred restaurants, and most of them, most of these awards are given to restaurants that not only prepare the most amazing food from the most amazing provenance, but it's the whole total experience that determines whether that restaurant makes the cut or not. And you don't have to have the white linen tablecloths. You don't, you know, you don't have to be that kind of restaurant. But you have to deliver a fantastic experience. It's got to be atmosphere. It's got to be service. It's got to be comfort. It doesn't have to be fine dining. It can be fish and chips or a really good pizza. But in order to get the awards, you have to deliver more than great food. And the experience at the kitchen in Edinburgh, which is what they were talking about, and no, I haven't been there yet, is very much dependent on the people. The staff are trained to exceptionally high standards and the training goes on daily and they all have to attend a meeting pre-service where they're told about all the dishes that are going to be on the menu that day so that they understand them absolutely, what they contain, how they're prepared, all of those kind of things. They even have a team of whiskey experts who pair whiskey with food and they have people to brush the furry stools which is the bit that I really liked. They have little furry stools at each table and people who actually sit and brush them and make them uh, look fantastic. So what Michelin and these other uh, awards do is they value consistency. And again, the training's absolutely crucial for that to ensure that every time a customer dines there, they're going to get the best experience possible. And there is no room for an off night. So what can you do in your business? Well, there's a number of things, of course, that you can do. Take the time to step back and look at every aspect of your business from the customer's eye. If you were your customer, how would you want to be treated? 
If you have people coming to your premises, is it easy for them to find you? Can they find somewhere to park? Is public transport good? Is the receptionist friendly? Remember, all the people might not be employed by you, but they might come into contact with customers. So if you're in a serviced office, for example, is that experience, which you have very little control over, but is it, the, you know, is it what you want to reflect your business? Is everything laid out the best way for the customer? It all seems very obvious, and I'm sure you have thought about it before, but maybe this is the time to walk through it again. Think to yourself, how can I make everything better? Not just your own products and services, every little step. How do they book? Who answers the phone? What happens afterwards? Do you have aftercare? Do you look after, you know, do you have something that happens after the actual um, product or service is delivered? And if you use serviced offices with no part parking and a grouchy receptionist, then you may have to consider moving because that might not be the image you want to project. So make it all the best it can possibly be. And scary though it may be, ask for feedback. Ask your customers what they think, what they think about the experience from end to end. Ask a really good friend to walk through your business as if they were a customer. Don't be scared, you can learn a lot from it. So see how you get on and uh, I'd love to hear back from you. So why not pop along to Facebook and join the Business Success Society. Just search for that and uh, we'd love to see you in the free group. Look forward to seeing you there very, very soon.